I'm Karen Ewing, Community Relations Representative for Jackson EMC. We are talking with Duffy Dixon, Director of Marketing and Communication for Gwinnett County Public Library. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. The library has been a longtime recipient of the Jackson EMC Foundation grants. We are so thankful for them. They have, you know, over the years, you have made a huge uh, impact on what we're, we're able to do. The foundation uh, in 2018 increased their amount for nonprofits from 15,000 to 20,000. And I remember the library was the first recipient of that full 20,000. Yes, we remember that well, and we were able to do some big things with that. Specifically, that was for the Career Online High School. Tell us about that. This is one of our most heralded programs because of its success. Career Online High School is for anyone 19 or older who lives in Gwinnett County, who for some reason, and the reasons are varied, never finished high school. So if you agree to do the schoolwork online, we supply you with everything you need to do this program. And you, when you graduate, you get an honest to goodness accredited high school diploma. You then can turn around, use that diploma to go to college. You can use that diploma to present it at work and perhaps get uh, move up the ladder or get a better you know pay increase because you have now have a college or you now have a high school degree. Uh, it's been hugely successful to date. We've had 88 graduates. We have 45 people still in the program, and uh, we just had our most recent graduation. And the stories are uh, the, their stories are amazing. They it brings tears to my eyes every time we have a graduation. Can you share? A story for us? Oh, yeah, there's so many of them. I, I would say first, if you ever have the chance, we'll invite you next year to the graduation because what's cute is these people have their entire family show up. A lot of them are parents themselves, so their kids get to watch them wear the cap and gown, you know, get the diploma handed to them. We always have a featured speaker, a keynote speaker for them. Um, one that stands out to me, uh, she was just, May was her name, and she was from China. She, her husband came over here first and then she brought her over. They were married in China and she had always wanted to be a mathematician. And she explained that in China, that just wasn't possible. She had to have a job instead to make ends meet and women really aren't encouraged to, you know, pursue their, you know, their educational uh, dreams. She got here and she was very specific that she wanted to go into health uh, data and sort of um, health stats, which is kind of interesting because it was, right before COVID hit. So she really, that's something she mm -hmm. really will use probably down the road. So she started with two little girls. She had a little girl, a toddler, and she had just had a baby. And she tells the joke that she would be at home. She would feed her toddler. Then she'd have her other daughter. She'd be have an open book and be nursing the child while she studied. She also held down a job and obviously took care of the house. She graduated and was accepted to Emory on a full ride scholarship. Wow. To pursue her love of numbers and math. Yeah. And that is so so encouraging that her children could see her studying from a young age. And then it seems like it would be really encouraging for children who come to the graduation. It is. They can see how important it is. It is. To finish it their is. high school. Yeah. And you have grandmothers. We had a grandmother who was in a wheelchair and she watched her grandson it was her idea he'd go back to school and I mean she you know tears in her eyes he's hugging her we have a video that we're going to show at our upcoming gala uh, that captures all of that but the, the, the stories are 
so great. And, and, and through getting their high school diploma, it's more than just a piece of paper. They have accomplished something and we make it very clear to them, this is a big deal. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to go to high school when you're a teenager and you live at home and that's what you're supposed to do. It is quite another to be holding down one or more jobs, raising a family. I mean, it is a real accomplishment. And you know, your money has made it even easier because a lot of people, we run into this a lot. Maybe there's one computer at home. Well, someone has to use it. So for them, we will provide, if needed, a laptop, a hotspot. We pay all the fees to get them into this program. And that's only possible because of your donation. Well, one of the other programs that we funded was the mobile kitchen, which I love. I love cooking. I've been there with my daughter for the mobile kitchen. The mobile kitchen goes to other libraries and not just in one branch. Right. So, so we have 15. Yeah. So we have 15 branches uh, in the mobile kitchen. You've got to see it to believe it. It's <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, there's no way that's a kitchen because it all folds together into like this little rolling box but then it all flips out. So you in that, once it's all, it's all metal. And once they bring the whole thing out, like they flip up the sides of it, you've got burners, you've got an oven, you can, it's got a sink, you can hook it up to a water system and it's got prep space. It, it is the coolest thing. So each branch gets it for several weeks. Uh, and so they will set up culinary arts programming. So that can be anything from, we have adult culinary arts where they make very, elaborate dishes and you get a lot of people like you who are foodies so they want to they come in with some skills it's it's pretty cool <laughs> then you also have cooking with kids uh and the branches do this the parents come with their kids and the kids learn everything from washing vegetables washing their hands we have safe cut knives so they learn mm -hmm. how to cut vegetables uh, we teach them measuring so they're learning some math uh, we teach them pouring and whisking they make some pretty great stuff too. And the best part is we always make a batch of whatever they're cooking ahead of time so they can taste the final product. While theirs is cooking, they get a sample. And then when theirs is done, they get to take some home. It's, it's the coolest thing to watch. And what's happened is that mobile kitchen, while it's traveling around, we found that those programs are so uh, well attended. Mm -hmm. The branches have come up with ways to have cooking classes without it. It's way better with the mobile kitchen, but if they can't, there are some things they can at least do sauces or um, prepping vegetables, salads. And we also use our tower gardens. Have you ever seen those yes. branches? So we have tower gardens, hydroponic. Uh, they're mm -hmm. at all of our branches and we grow all sorts of things. We grow herbs and vegetables. We actually grew carrots. I can't remember. We grew carrots one year. They actually, I know it's kind of crazy. Radishes, we do lettuces. So we use those in our cooking classes, we also, whatever we grow, we bag it, we cut it and bag it into Ziplocs and we give it to the local food banks. Mm -hmm. And they actually hand it out to families. And it's a lot of produce. <laughs> yes, with each branch. Right. And uh, we found that the Gwinnett County Library has 15 branches mm -hmm. and you serve more than, well, almost a million Gwinnettians. Right. We're about, yeah, we're about to have a million people in Gwinnett County. That's something everyone is bracing for. Uh, we have over 2 million visits a year. Uh, we, I'm trying to think of the stats because we put them out in 2022. They're going to be higher, obviously, this year. We really are focused on getting people back into the branches after COVID. Uh, we're also inviting entire families to come at once. So there's something for parents to do. There's something for grandparents to do. There's something for kids to do. Uh, we offer programs for adults and kids. Our programming numbers, this is exciting, 
uh, our programming each month goes up by about 40%, which means we want to make sure we're providing programming that people are interested in. And we want to make sure that's how we tell if it's interesting, if they come. So it's been really great to see people going back to the library, uh, using our internet service, you know, checking out books, audio books, but also interacting as, as, as a community. Libraries are so vital to our community. And the beautiful thing about libraries today is they offer so many programs for everybody, for your, for your life, from the moment you're born on <laughs> up to being a senior, the library has something for you. And it's not just checking out books, like you were saying. I love the learning labs. Oh, yeah. And the new libraries in Gwinnett County are beautiful and fabulous. And you have a new one coming up in Snellville this fall. We do, we Tell do. Tell us about the new library. So Snellville has a new area in the city called The Grove. And apparently this initially, this used to be sort of the meeting spot for a lot of families. So The Grove has been built up to have apartments, housing, a beautiful green space. And our library is smack dab right off that green space. It So it's really kind of the jewel in the middle mm -hmm. of all of this. It is gorgeous. Um, it is made out of locally sourced granite. It also has a, a beautiful red, brown wood that's local, a timber that's, it, it's to me, I mean, I can't pick favorite branches, but this one is really unique. Uh, it's also going to be twice the footprint size of the existing Snellville branch, mm -hmm. uh, which is what we do when we get to build a new library with the county. The county is the one who builds the building. We try to increase the size of it. That allows us to have things like meeting rooms that people can use for free. You just sign up and you can have a meeting room for whatever you know organization you have. Those learning labs, when we say learning labs, think of it as maker spaces. We have 3D printers. We have what's called a Glowforge, which cuts metal and wood. We can actually can make signs for the front of your store. Uh, we have sewing. We have podcast studios. Photography. We could, we could have done our podcast in one of our studios. Why didn't we think of that? Uh, yeah, photography, video rooms, and all the equipment. And when I say all the equipment, we're talking top of the line equipment that professionals can actually come use for their business. Mm -hmm. The idea is, look, you want to start a podcast? You don't have the money to do it? You can't rent a space? Come use it for free at the library. Duffy, tell us what is coming up for the library. First thing that comes to mind is, is a pretty unique thing. We're calling it our Caregivers VIP Day. This is going to be an off-site uh, two and a half hour retreat for anyone out there who takes care of someone. You know, caregivers are essential and wonderful, but you and I know that the last person they take care of is themselves. So they're going to be able to come and relax, feel rejuvenated. We'll have resources there, put them in touch with people who can maybe lighten their burden or their load. And it's just a chance for us to recognize them, say thank you, and give them just a little bit of rest. We also have uh, back to school, all sorts of things for back to school. We're participating in a number of backpack giveaways to get kids back into the classroom. We also have our classes that always run, but it really is great once your older kids are back in school. This, this mm -hmm. is gonna shock you, but 51% of kids in Gwinnett County, all around the county, are not ready for kindergarten. So we offer a lot of early learning training for mm -hmm. parents, what to do in the home to get your kids ready for kindergarten. We also have kindergarten, here we come, which is really cool. They, they you know, teach them colors and numbers and social skills. And we even have bus drivers from the local schools bring the school bus 
so they can experience what it's going to be like to get on the school bus, that where they're going to be asked to sit, what they should expect. Uh, they're super cute to go to those. Uh, but it's it's our we want to make sure that kids are ready when they get into kindergarten. You know, we early literacy is so key. We want to get to those kids and get them on track by age three. And there's so many things you can do as a parent mm -hmm. at home that are free. You don't have to buy any special things. You know, the librarians work with you to give you all the tools you need. Uh, they have story time. So if you want, if, if a mom wants an hour off, go to a story time. It's so much fun. They sing songs and they, you know, interact. And it's a great way that kids socialize with other kids, but it gives moms some other resources to help them and dads. It's one of my favorite things about libraries is all the resources are free. Yeah, it really is to me the one place where you see and feel a return on the tax money that you, you don't voluntarily give it, but the, the tax money that you spend, uh, you don't often see where that goes. But at the library, I really feel you see how that tax money is benefiting others. Everything is free. These are all sort resources that we want to make sure people know about. You know, everyone thinks uh, it's hard to get a library card. It is not. It's pretty easy. Thank you for joining us. The Jackson MC Foundation is so proud to partner with a library. I, I think I can speak for everyone uh, as a Jackson MC member myself that my Operation Roundup dollars goes to the library and supporting the library. We are so Thank happy you. to be partnering with you. You are wonderful partners. Thank you so much for all you do.